Well, who would have thought that we would be taking over a church in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic with church online? Yeah. We haven't even met you yet and you've already invited us into your living room or wherever, wherever it is that you're watching from. Seriously. And uh, we wanted to say thank you so much for yeah. all of your love, all your prayers, uh, genuinely caring for our family. It's meant the world. And also another thing, I want to say thank you so much for looking past my COVID afro <laughs> that's going on right now. Cannot wait till the barbers are open. If you are a barber, please put it in the chat because I might need your help. Uh, but we do want to say a big thank you. And just how excited we are about leading our church into a new day. This this really is genuinely something we're so passionate about. Mm. But before we, we today talk about where we're going, we want to take a moment. We want to honor where we've been. Yeah. And so we want to acknowledge, first and foremost, your experiences over the past year uh, and, and earlier and about all the time that you've had being a part of Home Church, wherever you are. Uh, we know from the people that we've spoken to, there have been varied experiences. I mean, a lot of incredible experiences mm. and some that were a bit messy. But equally, in, in light of all of those things, we want to honour those who we are standing on the shoulders of. So right now, wherever you are, why don't you put a name in the chat of yeah, someone that you want to honour for everything that they've done through this period of time, being a part of Home Church, even since you've joined Home Church, someone you want to honour. Come on, let's, let's start with honour today. Let's honour where we've been. So why don't you just put that in the chat and honour and acknowledge somebody. Yeah, so good. And we also want to take a moment to honour you, yeah. to honour you for staying, yep. to honour you for being a part of Home Church. And uh, we are so excited, genuinely so excited to get to know you and to allow you to get to know us. Definitely. And uh, this has been um, quite a journey for us. Hey, mm-hmm. Daryl. And yeah. um, we are so excited. And to be honest, this is kind of 13 years in the making yeah. for us. You yeah. know, 13 years ago, um, we felt God put it on our hearts to lead a church in the UK and we had no idea what that looked like but God has been slowly bit by bit revealing it to us ever since and um and here we are today's the day and uh, just a, a disclaimer we're going to unpack a little bit of what we see yeah. today and um and reveal that journey really that God has taken us on over the last 13 years of what we what we see but a disclaimer that this isn't going to be you know a big long list of all yeah. the things that we're going to achieve together as a church this isn't so much a focus on the methodology but yeah. more the heart behind um behind this church and behind the vision hey? absolutely and I guess even the heart behind Demi and I because we yeah. very quickly we want to get to know you and really Ephesians 2:10 is, is really the staple scripture. It's the foundational scripture where all of this came from, the heartbeat came mm. from. It says this, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Look, if I was to kind of summarize that scripture, and I guess what we're about to talk about into a sentence, it's this. It's an inclusive community where people discover value, are made anew and find purpose. Yeah. So an inclusive community where people discover value, are made anew and find purpose. So that's that's what we want to unpack today together. Yeah, so the first part of that is around discovering value. Yeah. You know, as Paul puts it, that we are God's masterpiece. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but often when I think of a masterpiece, I think of, you know, some beautiful tapestry or, um, you know, a, a painting or a beautiful piece of art. But actually, mm. when you look at 
um, this word masterpiece that's used in the Bible. It's actually much better translated into what we would consider a poem, mm-hmm. actually a written poem rather than a than a painting. Yeah. Um, and what I love about that is rather than some finished piece of artwork that God is calling us, He's actually writing about our lives so for you, the world to see, you yeah. know, the, the highs and the lows of life. This this beautiful poem that has been written and weaved together for the world to see. You know, God is writing to the world through you, through us together as a church. Love that. So so really we see a church that sees themselves as God's masterpiece. That you, quite literally, are a masterpiece of God. But here's the truth. Um we're not the only masterpiece. Mm. Uh, Jesus loves us, but equally he doesn't love just us. And so we're a church that's not arrogant enough that says we are the only masterpiece, but we acknowledge and we want to bring together the beautiful masterpiece of people who are all around our city, our nation, coming together all as the masterpiece. Mm. So really for us, that is a inclusive community. Yeah. When the masterpieces come together, that's an inclusive community. And so there's a few there's a few things that we would say that would make up that inclusive community that Demi and I see. And that the first one, so number one, is a racially diverse church. That's something we're passionate about. We're passionate about building a church that represents heaven. Uh, a church that when we get to heaven, we're not shocked, saying, oh, I've never seen anything like yeah. this before. But really, we yeah, are so weekly good. speaking to, connecting, seeing heaven as we see one another, knowing that true racial diversity comes from understanding that we don't define the masterpiece god already did that and so all we are doing is acknowledging that and that's the community coming together the Mm -hmm. second is this inclusive community includes the marginalized those who jesus said says is on the highway and the byway these are people that maybe don't look like us or maybe don't vote like us or maybe haven't had the same experiences like that but as us but we are including the marginalized people from varied socioeconomic statuses you know some who have a lot but equally some who don't have a lot but we can all be in the same community together why because we are all a masterpiece so we are a community that is unified by Christ and not divided by our differences. And that's something we're passionate about. And number two uh, from that scripture from Ephesians is made anew, made anew. Yeah. So it says um, that he made a, he created us anew in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we see a church that is shaped around helping those who are far from God mm. to have an encounter with Jesus. Okay. That is what we are all about yeah. because ultimately to be made anew is receiving the gift of salvation. That okay. is how we're made anew. We discover Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's not, we're not just about seeing people come to know Jesus in services, mm-hmm. but in boardrooms, yeah. in people's homes, in, um, you know, in coffee shops, yeah. anywhere people can meet Jesus because we are made anew and we have this gift to share with others. And from that, we will see an honest community who are no longer defined by their past experiences yeah. and the things that they've done in the past, but equally unashamed of their past yeah. and, and where they've come from. You know, this this community who are real and vulnerable with each other mm. and we're okay to talk, talk about our stuff and talk about where we've come from because ultimately we know that God is going to use it for his glory. Yeah. And we love this verse in Matthew 28. 18 to 20 it says and jesus came and said to them all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit 
teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So good. Uh, I think Jesus was pretty clear about our role description in the Great Commission there. I think it was pretty clear that discipleship is yeah. really the, the basis of what he's talking about, yeah. as it not being the great uh, instruction. It's actually a great commandment. Uh, it's a commission. It's him telling us, this is what I want you to do. And so for Dem and I, we're passionate about this community um, being a community of discipleship. To be made anew is we need to be discipled through being made anew, um, taking people on that journey. As Eugene Peterson, uh, Eugene Peterson um uh, who was the uh, author of the message translation. The way he puts discipleship is he, call, he calls it a long obedience in the same direction. Uh, a long obedience in the same direction. That's, that's discipleship. One another, mm-hmm. a long obedience together, side by side. And we believe it's walking from that starting place. If you know Christ, you're already made anew. Mm-hmm. And so you start from that place of anew, and then we're on the journey towards Christ-like together. And, and in that, uh, really, there's, there's a few kind of foundations, a few pillars in that discipleship. What does it look like? Well, it's scripture. It's reading the Bible, understanding scripture. And Dem and I, we are passionate about yeah. the Bible. Man. We yeah. are Bible people. <laughs> and uh, we love that because we believe that it's the Bible. It's the word of God that takes a, um, it takes a hold of our life. It's not just a reflector of who we are, but it's us staring and peering at who God is. And so... Um, we're, we're passionate about teaching people about the Bible, uh, one another, all of us teaching each other about the power of Scripture. Equally, uh, that includes prayer. And I know that we are a praying church. We felt yeah. the prayers. We've heard about the prayers. And we're excited to pray side by side with with some of you guys, with all of you guys. Um, and so we're also passionate about seeing uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, people mm-hmm. encountering the person of the Holy Spirit. Um, that's something that we believe in this community that we want to build and we want to be a part of. We want to see people who are unashamed about, you know, the the, uh, the God we serve, the Holy yeah. Spirit. Uh, equally, there's a culture that Dem and I are passionate about. It's a faith first culture. What do I mean, what do I mean yeah. by faith first? Well, faith first is that we are not afraid to believe big. Like we are not afraid of lack. We're not afraid of sickness or a disease because we know a God who can make the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. And so we want to see a culture that is formulated around us in our community where if somebody needs something, the first port of call is faith. Before we go anywhere else, we start from faith. And so we want to see that built. That's discipleship. And the last one is passionate worship. And I don't have to say much about that <laughs> because I know that is a culture here that we love yeah. so much. And, you know, passionate worship. Yes, it honors God. But equally, it serves as a reminder when we sing. We're almost tricking ourselves as we sing. It's just reminding us. We're like we're singing words. It reminds us that we're anew. It reminds us that God has, God has saved us. We've been rescued. And it reminds us of our new identity in Jesus. So uh, we believe in that community. And I know I'm getting a bit passionate. I'm, I'm always about to jump off the seat because <laughs> we, we see this, we live this, we breathe yeah. this. Um, but we see a community that doesn't believe uh, that it's our job to just tell people that they're lost. You are lost. Mm. You are lost. No, we, we want to be a part of a community and we want to build a community that shows people what it looks like and what it feels mm. like to be found. Yeah. And that's something that I believe we can do together and our lives will shout, we have been made anew by Jesus. Yeah, mm. love it. Gets me so excited. Yeah. 
And uh, the third part of that uh, Ephesians verse that we've um, shared is about finding purpose. Yeah. You know, it says to do the good things that he planned for us long ago. And we want to develop an environment where people discover those good things yeah, that yeah. he planned for them long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as Paul put it in Ephesians 4.12, um, it says that we are to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ. And yeah. our emphasis isn't just you know, pulling people together to build the four walls of the church. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it's in, it's important that we that we build together, mm-hmm. but it's not just about serving in it, but it's, it's about empowering people to live out their God given destinies in their workplace, in their university, in their homes, in really in all spheres of life. Absolutely. Eh? So, really, what that means is that we're not going to be driving people to just volunteer on a weekend service. Mm. We're not going to just be driving people to serve on a car park or serve on a door. Really, what we're going to be driving people towards is the calling that's on their lives, on your lives, so that we can fulfill the work that we need to do as the body of Christ in and out Mm. of the building. And so we're passionate about building a church that is encouraging that kind of thing Mm. uh, around us. So how do we start? Where, where, where do we begin? Because I know we're talking big right now. This is this is like high level thinking as we start together and talking vision. But where do we begin? Well, knowing mm-hmm. our current situation, knowing COVID, uh, the craziness, knowing transition time and transition period that we've spoken through. Uh, Dem and I have been praying and, and really just seeking God and saying, God, where, where do we begin with this? Like mm-hmm. we, we see this. But where do we start? And God really led Demi and I, and I mentioned it last week in the interview with uh, Eugene and Keisha. How funny was that? Uh, We love you guys. You did a great job. Thanks for pulling that out of us. Um, But really, God led us to to Nehemiah. And uh, if if, if you haven't heard of Nehemiah, it's in the Old Testament. And Nehemiah is a powerful book where we see uh, really it's the, the walls that are around the temple, which would have been, we could call it the church of the day. It was broken down. It'd been broken down, but over years and people, people were just living around the walls. They were standing mm. on the rubble. They got used to kind of living with these broken walls around the city. And Nehemiah, who was a prophet, Nehemiah has this stirring from God. He's like, this, this isn't cool. This, mm. this shouldn't be normal. This is the house of God. And so he, he said, let's rebuild. Yeah, and it's really interesting that um, before he begins to rebuild and pull people together, he actually spends the first three days just observing the wall. I can imagine that <laughs> yeah. people would have been looking at him like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> this guy's crazy. But he just spends three days just walking around the wall, observing it, having a look at you know how people had learned to live with the, with the wall. Yeah. Um, and he didn't rush. He didn't rush into building. Um, he didn't rush to just to get into it. And this is something that God has put strongly on our hearts through through the past year of COVID, but yeah. particularly in the last six months of us coming home, yeah. uh, back to the UK, of just understanding that good things take time. Yeah. There is no rush. Yes, there really isn't a rush. And... Um, what we've discovered is, yes, God often moves in a suddenly. And it's mm. definitely been a suddenly for us, yeah. you know, um, being introduced to home to home church and then um, taking on the leadership role of home church. That's a definitely a suddenly. Yeah. But often suddenly with God is then followed by a long process. You so know, good. even there's so many examples in the Bible, but even just looking at Mary, you know, suddenly yeah. she was met with an angel right. and suddenly she fell pregnant with, with Jesus, the son of God. But then that's followed by nine months of pregnancy, which was then followed by 30 years (laughs) of Jesus's life before 
he began his ministry as the son of God, so saviour of the, of the planet. So true. And so God isn't in a rush yeah. and God is clearly invested in the journey as much as he is in the suddenly yeah. and we're here for it. Yeah, we're absolutely. here for the journey to make the most of it. So good. And so after that time, that period that Nehemiah had, um, you know, in that period of waiting and just following the process, he then says, well, let's rebuild. He said, now's the time, let's rebuild. And in Nehemiah yeah. 2, 17 to 18, it says, Then I said to them, you see the trouble we're in? Just just, just listen to the tone <laughs> of Nehemiah as he's sharing this. Listen to the passion. He's like, you see the trouble we're in? Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been burned with fire. Come, let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and we will no longer be in disgrace. Mm-hmm. I also told them about the gracious hand of my God on me and what the king had said to me. They replied, let's start rebuilding. So they began this good work. And what, what was special was reading this scripture and getting so excited and thinking, wow, God, this really is a word for our church. And I guess a starting point for us, that the first GPS point we could start from as we begin to move into this new chapter together uh, was when we went into chapter three and we see where the work begins. And over and over, as they're beginning to rebuild, uh, the Bible says so-and-so, let, let me give you an example, Bob from Hertfordshire was side by side with Tony from Stevenage. Mm. And then Tina, you know, I'm throwing these names out, mate. If that's your name, <laughs> put it in the chat. Let me know, introduce yourself. Tina from, from London <laughs> was side by side. And, and it said this 32 times. That's 32 family units yeah. who were side by side building. This isn't like a garden wall. I'm not talking about someone's small front garden wall. This was miles mm. of wall. And these are 32 family units, not 32 English family units, 32 Jewish family units. There was numbers who are part of this family unit. This is so many people, people who historically had grievances against each other, Mm. people who were from different backgrounds, different occupations, but they all unified around the same purpose and the same goal of rebuilding together. And that's what Mm. we believe that God is stirring for our church in this season, that we would, regardless of who we are, our our past experience, that we would come side by side to rebuild together. And that's side by side with me and Demi. And you're going to realize this about me and Demi. We are not a king and a queen on a throne, uh, (laughs) but we get our hands dirty. And we want to be side by side with people as we rebuild this wall together. Yeah, and it's interesting is that um, it actually says in that chapter three that there were some people who didn't want to rebuild yeah. and, and chose not to be a part of the rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, we're fully aware that this uh, that in home church there are people who have already left yeah. and there are some people that, you know, um, are not going to be a part of the future of the church. Mm-hmm. And that is okay. Yeah. You know, God is, um, the kingdom of God is bigger <laughs> than just our church. Yeah, definitely. But for those who are here... Mm-hmm. Let's rebuild and let's discover those good things that God had planned for us long ago. So good. Well, let's let's take a moment. Let's pray together yeah. um, because we're excited and we hope that you're excited. Let us know in the chat if you're excited about this new day that we're we're stepping into together. So let's let's pray into that as we begin. So, Father, I thank you for this incredible opportunity that we have as a church, as a community, to step into a new day. Lord, we thank you that this vision, God, isn't just the vision of Demi and I, but really this is the vision 
of all of us collectively, those who have put in their hands, Lord, to work and saying, I want to rebuild. I want to pick up a brick and I want to rebuild. Not so that I can build a kingdom, but I can build the kingdom. I can Mm. build the kingdom of God. And so we pray, Lord, that out of this, God, we will see hundreds, thousands of people who are impacted by the gospel, people's lives who were transformed. They were one way, but now they've been made anew all because of the power of God and because of willing hearts of your servants. So, Father, we thank you for each and every person who is watching today, who calls uh, this church home. I thank you, Lord, that we, Lord, are going to step into something that we have never seen before. I thank you that you, God, are so involved in every step of the process. And, Lord, we pray that we will see many people, many, many people decide that they want to be a part of rebuilding the wall together. And today, still praying wherever you are, uh, maybe you're watching today and you wouldn't say to you, for yourself that you would uh, ascribe to Christianity. That's not something that you would say is, is your thing. Or maybe you are a Christian or maybe you've walked away from God, you strayed away from him. Well, today is a perfect opportunity for you to come into or come back into relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, Romans 5 is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It says, but God demonstrates his love his own love towards us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, before your love was towards him, his love was towards you. And so wherever wherever you are today, I would love to give you an opportunity to to know this God, to connect with the creator of the universe. He is more concerned about your next decision today than your last mistake. So right now, wherever you are, if you're saying, Daryl, I want to connect with this God, whether for the first time or maybe you're saying I'm coming home today. I want to start on this first day, home church. You're saying I'm ready. I'm ready to go all in with Jesus. I'm going to pray a prayer. And all I want you to do, wherever you are, wherever you're watching, I want you to repeat the prayer after me. It's not a magic prayer, but it's all about you in this moment connecting with God. So I want you to pray this after me and everyone home church. Let's all do this together as a family, as a community. First prayer together. Say, Jesus Today, I choose to follow you. I leave the past behind. And today, I'm made anew.